Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the Try With Me podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother, Sean. And today we are going to talk about Minute 40. It starts with the cops confronting Miles and ends with Miles saying he's not trying to kill Peter B. Parker. What did you end up naming this minute? Child Spider-Man and Homeless Corpse. Really? Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's, that's it. That's the title. <laughs> that is one way to explain what they look like. <laughs> Might be the dumbest title I have come up with, but I am very happy with it. <laughs> Would you like to start with the notes? Yeah, I. the The first thing I like is how instantly, like he complies with the the officers they're just like put your hands up and he instantly just like throws his hands up up. which it makes sense because his dad's a cop so his dad's probably like drilled into him it also makes sense because because he is a a black child and that too like like, oh the conversations that must have happened in that house yeah that's probably like i imagine it's even harder Mm -hmm. for like his dad to have it with him than um just like a a non-cops child to have it with with their their child but um it it is it is a funny like i don't know it's one of those funny but like when you think about real gags yeah (laughs) like the 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 fact that like he needs to respond that quickly isn't funny but mm-hmm. the gag of him shooting the responding um, that quickly is kind of well, funny that and and you know accidentally bumping the 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 web shooter again oh, and then yeah. like you know getting getting slung off um i did love the like again they show how elastic the web is mm-hmm. um, where you know it hits the train it gets pulled a little bit it pulls away Peter, he gets pulled a little bit. It starts to tug on Miles' shirt, and then Miles gets pulled away. Um, and and it's again of that showing what the the spider, the the webbing, actually works. Yeah, and, and I love how like it's a long enough time that Miles can kind of go, uh, adios. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just be like, I have no control over this. <laughs> Just yeah, and like at dies. first he doesn't it doesn't really register what's happening to him mm-hmm. um, until he starts getting pulled away, um, and uh, they also do another neat thing on this one where I don't think we've really touched on it in a while, but they mm-hmm. do the double animation where the like an object is on screen twice, um, well, and they I do don't... that with Peter's shoes. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that in a while. We we talked about it uh, in when Miles is leaving for school in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, originally, like we talked about how they were closing the door. Um, it, it like some of his hands were doubled up, um, and like rotating that way. Um, but it was an interesting way of like on the frames where there's quote unquote no motion, where mm-hmm. you know frame A has the move, and then frame you know B the main body doesn't move what they do Mm -hmm. is they actually have just those shoes you know they have the shoes doubled in frame a and then Mm -hmm. they like move into where they're supposed to be in frame b uh and it's it's a way of like showing that motion without actually like moving the whole frame Um, and it's fast enough that our eyes don't really catch it like it looks more like motion blur and movement than when it's 
in actuality not. Yeah, it's very cool. Another animation thing that, I mean, we've kind of touched on it a lot, uh, but when Peter gets dragged, he ramps his head into the other Peter's headstone. Yeah. Which I was trying, I won't lie, I was trying to think of a head pun to come up with. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> um, but when that happens, there's a giant clump flash that takes up the whole sp- screen. Yeah. And we haven't seen one of like the full screens in a while. I, I also like how they took the time to put the word clunk on it, um, even though clunk really only appears for a frame. Like, right? I, yeah, and and it, it was really interesting that instead of just doing the flash they also put the word up there even though no one's going to be able to read that word. yeah i had i didn't catch it until i just kind of happened to pause it to take it yeah. out and i look up and like wait a second <laughs> i also love the music change yeah I, I i do love this music the the scratches and just like the upbeat like okay gotta hurry gotta hurry kind of feeling of the music is is such a great like it makes total sense for this this scene it makes sense for the scene and it makes sense for this movie, although I would be lying if I said I wasn't thinking of the classic yeah. like that music while this was playing, like oh that would have been funny. But, <laughs> but I also like it's the same feeling, so I love this music as well. Yeah, and as they're flying up through the the air, um or you know, after he hits the headstone, mm-hmm. the um the little balloon that gets stuck to, I was about to, to miles ask for a bit. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know that's only on there briefly, but it is a nice little touch. And the, you know, as they're getting pulled along, then the you see the the sirens come careening around the mm-hmm. the corner. The one thing I was wondering was, mm-hmm. is this the are these the same two officers from the cemetery or were they able to call in like back up that quickly i feel like they would be able to call in back up that quickly yeah it seems way too fast for um for them to like run to their car and then and yeah turn around it but then also a bit later in the minute we hear the it it, what sounds like is the initial call in from the The police radio calling through yeah through the police radio And, and so it'd be a little weird least it feels like it'd be a little weird to um display or to make that call multiple times but i guess they could just be running it down the line like oh they were in this sector so we'll call these officers and like oh nope he moved into the next one it is possible i tend to do just kind of overall i shouldn't say that was a sort of cop expert but from what i have read and seen and heard uh it seems to they'll do like just big calls on different cars and like if you're nearby you're like required to yeah. go or something they just kind of because i don't know like exact stations like oh we know your car is near this area like they just kind of cast it out and whoever's nearby is supposed to go yeah everybody in this precinct like mm-hmm. who's supposed yeah. to be in patrolling yeah, it, this it area just gets i can say it might be possible that um the cops radioed it to a close by yeah, if, if they had other like, people that they knew were nearby. Mm-hmm, or I those know. cops just saw it. Like, That's also it could be, possible. Like, but, oh, like, we I, just I, saw I, this guy get pulled along the train. Better throw on the lights. Yeah, like, I know in New York, it's not totally uncommon to see, like, 
do cop cars nearby? Um, no, that's not always like two or three all at once. Yeah, just the immediate, like, all officers in a 20-foot radius. Speaking of um, things that I have seen in New York, or, like, I can, like, make sense because I, I live in the city, is the um, biker between the two semi-trucks. Yeah. Uh, that cracked me up. But it's also, I'm like, you know what, I could see this happening in New York, and it probably has Yeah, happened. I mean, that, that like, didn't really throw me off because I do that kind of thing around town as well Mm -hmm. um where especially going through downtown i'll I'll, um you know ride in the different lanes and through through cars because they're going slow um but yeah the thing i had about him was that he's very strong for having you know 200 pounds 250 pounds suddenly drop on top of him um and and he's you know doesn't immediately just collapse into the ground and is somehow able to still stay up like Okay, maybe some of that weight's still being carried by the the webbing, but yeah, it's still yeah. Um, the fact that he didn't just immediately crash. I will say it was a, a little cathartic for me because not all bike riders, but there are many bike riders in the city that are complete jerks. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, he got hit by a doorway. Yes! <laughs> I did like the three panel freeze frame that they did with him as he got hit by the car and then, you know, flew up into the air and then he froze and Miles threw up and then he froze. And then as Peter threw uh, was thrown up into the air, I liked the little text box that they put up uh, for him. Like just a little, oh, what's this? As he like sort of wakes back up. Yeah, the little text box and a little bit of voiceover. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was good. And then gets... and then he gets pulled, and then Miles gets pulled, and the bike falls down. The cyclist falls down. <laughs> and then there's Miles. I feel so bad for Peter in this minute the more I watch yeah. <laughs> this poor man. <laughs> but he, his face literally, it's a miracle he still has a face. But his face literally yeah. grind against gravel. It's like, oh. And I think that's a great way of, like another way of showing and not telling of how strong the spider people are is Mm. like peter is able to get his you know face smashed into ground um traveling at you know a decent speed with a subway speed yeah with a large child um (laughs) you know (laughs) putting its its full full weight onto his face um and he just comes you know comes out of it with some scrapes you know his teeth are a little messed up and you know, he's got like a black eye, but I don't think the black eye is from the road. Um, Probably not. But like, it's it's a great way of of showing how strong they are and like how you know durable they are. It really is, and it makes sense. It's like, how are these like we see in the flashbacks like quite a few times? Like they get beaten pretty hard. It's like how are these people still yeah. working? It's like that's how durable they are. <laughs> yeah, I also have a theory though too that in any sort of universe where there are powered individuals whether that Mm -hmm. be in like avatar or pokemon or superhero Mm -hmm. movies like humans have naturally evolved to be more durable than people on earth because of having to deal with like you know all the weaklings have been called out (laughs) (laughs) anyone who's not like like 
you know, in the one episode of Pokemon, Ash gets um, blasted with one of Charizard's, you know, fire blasts. So he gets, you know, just engulfed in flames for a couple seconds and, and he's fine like five minutes later. So obviously, like, the people are, are a bit better. Or like, you know, superhero shows like, oh, they get, you know, like nearly every superhero should just have severe brain damage from the amount of like concussions they give mm-hmm. and, and take and like they seem fine so obviously like okay they're just built str- like the average human is built tougher than people in our universe you know what that well actually is a, pr- a really good thing yeah. <laughs> genuinely i'm like you know what that actually makes a lot of sense for the majority of heroes yeah i would love for like the um shows like either marvel or dc shows mm-hmm. um or movies where they involve like hopping universes to um have like one where there's no powered people and just like have normal people um like like bring either over somebody normal um like a normal non-powered person from one of the universes just to show mm-hmm. like oh yeah this person's a lot more adorable than what we would expect mm-hmm. um to kind of like you know hint at that like oh this is why like in superhero shows like and movies people can get blasted through the walls and be fine, and be fine. like they're just sort of like that <laughs> uh right after we see yeah his incredible facial strength it switches to my favorite part of this minute and i think it you know, because I named the minute after it. <laughs> and it is the police call that we hear in the cop car. And I forget it word for word, but it is like uh, a man, a, a child dressed as Spider-Man. Yeah, so it's looks like a child dressed as Spider-Man dragging a homeless corpse behind a train. <laughs> <laughs> like just ridiculousness of that and like i kind of want to know what the cops in the car were picturing before miles and peter just slammed on the, their yeah. roof and they're like oh I'm like, so what what did you guys imagine and i like like i kind of like that kind of gag where like oh you know someone hears this ridiculous thing this ridiculous scene immediately comes into scene right after it mm-hmm. um it's it, it's always gets a good you know party you know uh, chuckle out of out of me. They do a similar gag later in the movie, and we'll probably talk about it more because I can't remember the exact order it goes in. But when uh, we have finally met all the spider people and they're fighting in Aunt May's house, it cuts to Miles' dad in the car, and they're like, I'm "Getting a call of uh, spider people." Well, yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's a great just like because it's a very quiet gag. Like it goes from action to that back to the action. Like wait, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah and the the voice on the radio is done by it's a cameo by one of the producers uh chris miller um yeah. did did the the voice for that i like that <laughs> uh one thing i want to ask you the people in the car kind of to me anyway looked like a male and a female cop which reminded me of that alternate scene you told us about of few minutes ago it's a male and female cop and i was brought like seeing it made me think of that alternate scene that we had heard not too long ago in a few minutes yeah do you think that's like a leftover scene from that leftover from them yeah like Um, do you think that's supposed to be 
the two the, of them the trying two that to catch who, Peter who had, again. No, who had just arrested, like, they didn't even know, because it looked like they were just sitting in traffic. Yeah, um, it's a very real possibility. It could also just be, because those male and female the in the alternate scene, it was mm-hmm. still just a sketched out, and so... Mm-hmm. Like it could have been the you know the same cops in the cemetery were the cops from that cut scene because yeah. that was yeah. male and female so like they weren't detailed enough and like these these uh, cops don't have any um, defining features and so it's you know it could be I I can make either of these the the two pairs of cops uh, the, my head cannon for <laughs> being the same ones as that cut scene and that's why I I think I like it a bit better as the ones in the um, the ones in the um cemetery cemetery because like it, I, I like to think that they were hunting him down like yeah. you know collecting clues trying to figure things out that i kind think of the thing. cemetery one makes more sense but i think them having in like the car during the call makes it funnier to yeah. me it's like oh crap wait was that the guy from earlier <laughs> like wait what happened here <laughs> yeah that would have been like the previous night too that he would have escaped yeah, so I feel like it, like I could be either, and depending which way you want it, you could either get something really funny out of it or something that makes some more logic. I just yeah. want to bring it up because I noticed that, and I'm like, hey, wait a second. Then the minute ends with this dialogue, which really made me laugh for some reason, specifically because how it cut off. Yeah. And it starts with like Peter waking up, and he's like, oh, good, I didn't kill you. Peter's like, who are you, Miles? Who are you? <laughs> he was like, why are you trying to kill me? And then it's like, I'm not. And it cuts off. And it's like, well, okay, there you go. That's your answer. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, yes, I didn't kill you. Why are you trying to kill me? Yeah, I also really like that little little back and forth of like, you know, usually it's the other way around of like, why are you trying to kill me? Oh, yes, I didn't kill you. But I like the, like, yes, I didn't kill you. And like, why are you trying to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. The other thing I noticed that I realized I had, it was like the last time I was watching the minute, at 24 seconds and 25 seconds, there is, it's right before they hit the bike guy, actually, just to go back a bit, because I do want to talk about this scene, we get like a almost perspective style view with Miles, like trying to grab Peter's hand. Yeah. And then it starts, it does this really cool like tornado spin, and then they hit the bike. Oh yeah, I was like... It's really interesting because it looks like it makes sense that that would happen mm-hmm. because that's like, you know, okay, they only have a single point of contact and um, for the string. And when when you, you know, rotate that, obviously it's going to start or when you offset the balance of it, it's obviously going to start rotating around it. And I thought mm-hmm. that was a really cool thing that they did where Miles shifts his weight. And so it causes the both of them to just start spinning um, and getting caught up a little bit. Yeah, I, I just think it, it looked so cool visually, yeah. too. Like, it was a very just well-animated scene from the perspective to when it started spinning. I was like, that's a cool, like, second. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I had to bring up was just the whole feel of this minute. Um, it really Chaos. feels... Well, no, 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 <clears throat> like, the... I guess the, the, the way the city feels yes. is it really feels like New York City, mm-hmm. at least what the language of what New York City feels like. It, it, it gets that across accurately in the way that it's, you know, typically portrayed in, you know, movies mm-hmm. in the way that that's, you know, felt. Um, I, I thought they did a really good job of capturing that. 
I mean, it's accurate. Like, I, I'm in a pretty quiet neighborhood, but even then, like, I have been out pretty late, and I have yet, I don't, I can't think of a time where I have not heard some kind of movement going on, even in my quiet neighborhood. Like, it really, yeah. even away from, like, the more tourist areas, it really is just kind of, there's always something happening. Yeah, and with the way this scene worked, like during the animators commentary mm-hmm. they were talking at like as you know the different cuts were happening they were being like oh so and so shot I'm like oh here is this person I'm like oh you know they worked on this um and it really like I, I guess hit home for the first time like how many like I, I knew this was the this movie was the largest number of animators that they had uh, that Sony has used for it an animated sense. movie but like it really hit home like how small chunks animators work in because for this like the the chasing through the city like um in just the whatever that would have been 30 seconds 35 seconds of Mm -hmm. this minute Mm -hmm. um they had like five or six animators that they like named um (laughs) throughout the minute and it was like oh they like pretty much each time the like camera cuts that's a different animator which wasn't really something that like i guess had registered for me yeah it it really is insane and it always kind of makes you stop and think of like wow this movie really could have been a mess if, yeah. if everyone was not on the same page or if something like it's just people if there wasn't good communication or whatever like it really could have derailed fast and the fact it turned out so cool and so amazing that we're doing a podcast on it yeah <laughs> it goes to show just how well this team was behind it yeah so that's everything i have for this minute is there anything else that you wanted to bring up that was the last thing i wanted to bring up sounds good well then thank you for joining us for minute 40 tune in on wednesday where we discuss minute 41 thanks for listening bye